Aloha, everyone. Welcome to Sasha Spins, where you get my thoughts on life, current events, and everything else in between, in and out of the saddle. So let's get right on into it. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in your day. I hope you are doing well. I hope you are doing amazing. So what are we talking about today here on Sasha Spins? We are talking about self-awareness and how it pertains to becoming who you want to be and using self-awareness to get you where you want to be. So this has been on my brain for the past couple of weeks, but I recently saw an Instagram post and I was like, okay, now's the time to take action. You got to talk about this. You got to talk about this because honestly, I don't know if you're seeing it. I'm seeing it. Self-awareness is at an all time low. So what is self-awareness? Words matter to me. Language matters. Like language should matter to you and to everybody. Words should matter. Words mean things. I feel like in a society where things are ever changing and ever sliding, we have to hold one thing true. And what we're going to hold true is words because language matters. So because we're all working before we even get into this, so we're all working off of the same definition. I define self-awareness as, well, not how I define it, right? You've got all these experts who know these things. So there are two heads of self-awareness, internal self-awareness and external self-awareness. So when we talk about external self-awareness, it's understanding how others view you. That is not necessarily what I'm going to be leaning into today, because while I believe it is absolutely important to be mindful of our energy and how showing up and how we're treating others that is absolutely important how other people view you is not necessarily one of those things that i feel like should be of supreme importance to us because again i'm team stay hydrated and mind your business but also how other people feel about you is none of your business because other people are seeing you from a lens of filtering you from a lens of them so External self-awareness, it's something that's absolutely important, for, but for the purposes of today's podcast and conversation, we're not going to be talking about external self-awareness. We're going to be talking about internal self-awareness, and that's the other head of self-awareness, right? So basically, internal self-awareness is how clearly we see the sum of who we are as a person. So how clearly we are able to see ourselves and these components of ourselves, how able how we're able to clearly see our values, our aspirations, our passions, our behaviors, our patterns, how what we do and how we're showing up, what how who we are as individuals, all of these things, how it impacts others and our reactions. So when we talk about reactions, we're talking about our thoughts, our feelings, being aware of our strengths, being aware of our weaknesses. So when we talk about all of these things, all of these things comprise our internal self-awareness, and that's going to be the focus of today's podcast, because I feel like that is at an all-time low. And because it's at an all-time low, we, you, I, us, (laughs) may find ourselves in this place where we have a clear view or we don't have a clear view, but we know that something is lacking inside, but something is missing, right? We're not who we want to be. We're not where we want to be. And we can see that, but because we 
lack self-awareness, we're not able to connect the dots and then make the necessary changes. So humans in general, there was a study done of 3,600 people, 3,600 leaders of self-awareness. And we do a really bad of assessing, we do a really bad job of assessing our own self-awareness. So in that study that was done of leaders to measure their self-awareness, only 10 to 15% of people were found to actually have and be able to process and get to self-awareness. So when I say that self-awareness is at an all-time low, I think that there are some things that are playing into that, right? We generally live, we are more likely at this time in history now more than ever, which is weird because at this time in history, we now have more access to people, viewpoints, spaces, ideas, opinions, information. We have more information at this time than we ever have before but we are also more likely to be existing in echo chambers. So when we are existing in those echo chambers, we're silencing so many opinions, so many different viewpoints, so much information, we're just living in our own space. And if you're just living in your own space, in your own head, you're not filtering that through anything else and that increases your lack of self-awareness. So that was a lot. That being said, don't get it twisted, okay? Because I talk a lot about using some of my favorite buttons on social media. The block button, the mute button, the delete button, (laughs) the unfollow button. All of these features on social media are absolutely amazing. And I am 110% a proponent of canceling, deleting, blocking, anything that is actively harmful to you, actively harmful to your mental wellness. And just that's just people, content, all of that stuff in nature. But this is where that self-awareness kicks in, that internal self-awareness. Are you shooting these things down and removing them from your line of vision, from taking these things in, Are you doing that because it's actively harmful to your mental wellness or just to, it just goes against your values, your beliefs, your priorities, things you want to see. Are you doing that because you don't want to see it or because it triggers a defense mechanism in you? That triggers of our defensive. We we are all generally defensive, right? I don't want to say all generally defensive. I don't want to generalize anybody, but we all have had moments where we see something or someone says something to us and it triggers a defensive mechanism in them. So our instinct, instead of to lean into that feeling of discomfort and lean into that feeling of defensiveness and ask yourself, why is this bothering me so much? It is so much easier to just block, delete, cancel, mute, do all of that stuff, right? But maybe that defensiveness is your self-awareness talking to you, something inside of you trying to ping you like, hey, let's explore this. Let's explore why this makes me so uncomfortable. And I don't think a lot of us do that. So you're like, I've been thinking about this for a couple of weeks, like thinking about self-awareness, how lacking it is, how we get to this place of where we want to be, because there's 50 days left until the new year, right? And 
when a few weeks we're going to see new year, new me, resolutions, I'm doing this, I'm doing that, making all these changes. And then in 11 weeks, you check in with people and then all of that stuff fell by the wayside, right? So not only do I believe that we don't have to wait until the new year to make to make these changes in becoming who we want to be and going where we want to be, I don't think we need to wait till the new year's to make those changes. But I also believe that change needs to start now. And all of these signs have been leading me and I'm just going to lean into the sign. I'm leading into the sign because I saw a post and it said that I shared it at like on Instagram. When I share things on Instagram, it's like as much for other people as it is for me. So when something comes across my line of sight and it triggers something in me, then I'm like, girl, 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 you need to share this. So yesterday I saw this post again and I was like, okay, I'm going to share it again. And it basically said healing also means taking a look at the role you play in your own suffering. Boom. Mic drop, shots fired, feelings hurt, but girl, bruh, no lies told. So I'm going to say that again. Healing also means taking a look at the role you play in your own suffering. Let that marinate for a second. Because I would also add self-awareness to that. And the reason why I would add self-awareness to that is because remember, when we're talking about that internal self-awareness, we're talking about behavior, thoughts, patterns, our actions. And so we have to take a look at the role we play in our own suffering and taking a look at that role means confronting our thoughts, means confronting our behaviors, means confronting our habits, confronting our patterns. And being aware of all of those things is how we start to get the fuck out of our own way and heal so we can become who we want to be and stop actively blocking our own blessings. And we don't have to wait till January 1st for that to happen. It can happen today and it should start happening today. And all of that is going to require three things, three things. It's going to require your discipline. It's going to require your consistency. And it's going to be, it's going to require your why, your purpose, your value, the ultimate driver behind what you do, all you do, and your reason for being here. So when we think about our why, I am very acutely aware of my why. My why drives literally everything that I do. So when I think about the things that I do, my patterns of behavior, before I stepped into this place of being actively self-aware, I really lacked a sense of consistency and discipline because I could not actively define my why. I couldn't say my why. And to this day, consistently and discipline are two things that I actively struggle with. And I'm not always going to have the consistency. We're not always going to be, we're not always going to have discipline, but we always have to have our why. And our why is our motivation, right? So I read somewhere that motivation is not going to get you to where you want to be. It's discipline and consistency. And I don't necessarily, I'm, I'm kind of on the fence about that because I feel like motivation does tap out, right? Like we can be so motivated to do things, but if we are not consistent and 
disciplined in our approach to wanting to do things, then they're not going to get done because motivation is finite, right? We're not always going to have energy to do the things that we want to do. But if we have consistency and we have discipline and we have our why driving us, it will get done. So I feel like kind of on the fence about that. But something that I absolutely struggle with, me, myself, Sasha, is consistency and discipline, as you can probably tell, because I think the last time I dropped an episode was October 15th. (laughs) And I, I especially struggle with consistency and discipline when my life gets cuckoo bananas. So earlier this year, I got into SoulCycle Instructor Training Program, and I made an active decision because I knew that the things... I knew that training, I wanted to give training the energy and the tension and love and passion that it deserved. So I actively put things on the wayside. But just because I actively put them on the wayside and made that decision doesn't mean certain things suffered, certain relationships suffered. And I actively made that choice. But it's really hard sometimes to kind of tell situations or commitments or have people understand that. So something that i struggle with when things get hard when i get e- when i get overwhelmed it is very easy for me to lose that motivation and to just walk away from things like that is something that i actively struggle with and i know my why so the one thing i absolutely never struggle with is my purpose and my values and my why what i'm contributing to this planet or what I ultimately hope to contribute to this planet and everything I do, the spaces that I enter when I'm teaching soul cycle classes, when I'm leading meditations, when I'm just doing anything, I have that why with me because that why it serves as a reminder to get back to the habits and the consistency and maintain the discipline when I fall off. So even if the motivation isn't there sometimes and I get that sense of overwhelm, I know my why. So that consistency and discipline may struggle, but it's never going to fall off. So this is why your why I've said, I'm at the end of this, I'm going to say why so many times it's not even going to be a word. (laughs) I'm going to retire why for like two days after this (laughs) and self-awareness. But ultimately this is why your why and your self-awareness is so important because if they are misaligned, or just not defined, if you have no idea what your why is, if you have no idea what your purpose is, you are going to continue to do the same shit that doesn't serve you. You're going to block your blessings and you're not going to understand why things aren't happening for you. You're going to blame everyone else around you, again, lacking in that self-awareness when ultimately the problem is you because you lack self-awareness, because you don't have your why, because you lack discipline, you lack consistency, you're going to continue to block your own blessings and stop yourself from getting to the person that you want to be. And not just the person you want to be, but where you want to be. And it is our instinct sometimes to blame others, but baby, you got to look in the mirror and recognize that it's you. It ain't nobody else. It's you. So you're like, Sasha, you done dragged me for 15 minutes now. You hurt my feelings. (laughs) But because 
I am a solution-oriented person. A, I say this with love because I've been there, done that, and I know that feeling all too well. I know it acutely, and I want you to maintain and possess and to get to the place where you have the self-awareness to find your why. So because I am a solution-oriented problem, you're not a person. You know how there are people that are like, they find a problem for every solution, or there are some people who like to complain about things but have zero solutions. Like this is something that Snowbay and I kind of go back and forth with sometimes because it really frustrates me when people are able to see issues or they're more comfortable airing issues, but then they don't take the extra step in thinking critically about things that can solve the issue at hand. They don't like problem solve. They're very quick to point out the problems, but they don't want to take the next step in problem solving. I can't stand people like that. It really bothers me. But Snowbay is on like the level of, well, maybe this person doesn't have a solution. Maybe they're just really good at seeing things when they go wrong. I think there's room for both, obviously. Just one annoys me more than the other because my mind and who I am as a person is more of a problem solver. Like, how are we going to get this done? So I talked all of this stuff, right? You're like, okay, Sasha, tell me how to find my self-awareness. Give me the tools. First and foremost, you got to find your why. And a great book that I will always recommend to everyone is Start With Why by Simon Sinek. This is required reading. This is probably one of the first steps I took to actively dive into self-awareness and then also making sure my why and my values aligned with what I was doing. Because there was a period in my life where I was doing shit and it did not serve me, but I continued to do it because I felt an obligation to this. And everything was occurring in these, this space. All of the signs were there, and I continued to ignore it, and I continued to feel misaligned because I was not acting. I was going into this space with my why, but that space was no longer serving me. It was misaligned and it wasn't where I needed to be. And now I know where I'm, I need to be because something that people have consistently told me, that a piece of feedback I've been getting for the past couple of weeks now is, Sasha, you look so happy. And I feel that difference. I feel happier. It's not just I look happy. I am happy because I'm finally in a space and I'm finally in a place where my why aligns with my values and the space that I'm in aligns with that why and I'm able to actively step into that every single day because that space serves me. It serves my higher good, my higher purpose. So if you're in a place of wanting to get to who you want to be and where you want to be, you have to ultimately determine your why and determine your values. Think about your gifts, think about your talents, think about your strengths, and also think about your weaknesses and start with why by Simon Sinek. Again, I will always plug that book because it really helped me to get to the place where I am at. So step two, step two, baby. And now I'm like wanting to listen to Aliyah. <laughs> it's been a long time. I shouldn't have left you uh, without a dope beat. Just step two. Let me stop. Let me stop. <laughs> step two, set your goals and realistically what you need to do to achieve them, including behavior modifications. Because if what you've been doing, it ain't working, you need to change it. So that, again, that internal self-awareness, when you think about it, it goes back to thoughts, patterns, behaviors, and habits. 
when you think about where you are or who you are, and if it's not where you want to be and who you want to be, you will not get there by doing the same shit that you've been doing. Something's got to change. You know how they say insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results? I think that's like misquoted, by the way. <laughs> I think I saw somewhere that that is in fact not the definition of sanity and they do not know why that saying took off so much. But I think it took off because it really resonates with people. How are you going to do the same thing and hope to achieve different results, okay? This is not like a scientific experiment, right? Like, you know, remember you're the science fair project you have to have three trials and in each trial you had to do a same thing you know you you had to go through this whole scientific method right you've already experienced this you already know what it is you already know that you are not going to get different results by doing the same things so stop doing the same things you got to set goals and realistic goals to get where you need to be and what you need to do to achieve where you want to be so realistic goals and realistic, smart goals, okay? They need to be reasonably sustainable, okay? Like don't, I think what messes people up is they set a goal and then they think about the end of it. They don't think about the process of that goal and establishing the habits necessary to reach that goal. And Start With Why is a great book. Atomic Habits, also by James Clear. I'm gonna recommend that book because that's also a book that really helped me establish good lasting habits. Because I think again, that another thing, again, with goal setting and habit setting, people think about, okay, the ultimate, they think about point Z, but they don't think about the B through Y, the little baby steps that are going to get them to from point A to point B. So if you are trying to think about establishing habits that stick and these habits help you to your greater goal, I'm absolutely going to recommend Atomic Habits by James Clear. That is an amazing book. I recommend everybody read it. The third thing, the third and the last thing, you got to be honest with yourself. That honesty is going to suck sometimes. So I'm going to say, be kind to yourself. Hold yourself accountable because change is hard. And it's hard because it's worth it. If I'm being totally honest, like I said, my weaknesses are discipline and consistency. But because I know this about myself, because I had that self-awareness, the easiest way for me to hold myself accountable is writing things down. You are more than likely, you're 42% more likely to do something if you write it down. I am the queen of to-do lists. Like <laughs> That is something that I've especially incorporated in my life over the past six, seven months. And it's helped me be consistent. It's helped me remember to, I am terrible. I think I've talked about this before. I'm terrible at text messages. I'm terrible at emails. If you call me, I will sit on the phone and talk to you forever. But if you text me or email me, you may get a response in a minute to six months. It's a really bad habit and it's something that I'm actively trying to work out of. So something that I do when I write my to-do list at the beginning of the day, I carve out 15 minutes uninterrupted to respond to emails. If I know that there's a specific email that I need to respond to, I will put it on my to-do list, respond to Stacey's email. If there's a text that I know I need to respond to, I'm going to write not just, again, another thing that I do is I give myself 10 to 15 minutes of every single day to respond to text. But if I know that there's a specific conversation that I need to pick up, I'm going to tell myself acutely respond to that, specifically respond to X, Y, and Z. 
And when I make my to-do list, I'm more likely to hold myself accountable because I'm writing it down. And because I'm writing it down, I visually see it. And then I just have that need to check things off. Like there is nothing more satisfying than checking something off of a to-do list. Like (laughs) I will forever die on this hill. Come at me, okay? Come at me. So like I said, these are three things that I am recommending to you on your journey to self-awareness and to getting to where you want to be and who you want to be. Because self-awareness, even though it's at an all-time low, that doesn't mean it has to stay that way. And it doesn't mean you are stuck where you are because we are always allowed to change our mind. We owe it to ourselves to go after the things that we want, to tap into our gifts, to tap into our destiny because we do not need to die with our gifts still inside of us. I am telling you, you absolutely have the tools to accomplish the things that you want and be who you want to be. You just gotta get the fuck out of your own way and make it happen. It's on you, okay? I'm starting with the man in the mirror. Okay, see, I'm not going to do that to you. I'm not going to do that to you. But that's all I got for you. I really hope this was helpful. Another book that I would probably end on recommending is Choose Worry Over Wonder. It is by Amber Ray. She's coming out with a new book. And I cannot for the life of me think about what the title of the new book is. I can only speak to Choose Wonder Over Worry because it actively changed the course of my life. 10 years ago, I was In my mid-20s, I was so frustrated. I was so scared. I was so afraid to go after the things that I want. And I couldn't tell you why. It was just a fear. It was a fear of failure. It was a fear of what if this doesn't happen for me? What if I look like a dumbass? What if I embarrass myself? Uh, What if I don't have the skills necessary to do the things that I want to do? And it's all a lie. It's all a lie. But you have to find that self-awareness within you. And you have to find those tools are already there. Your gifts are already there. Your skills, your strengths, they're already there. It is on you, though, to tap into them and fully live the life you want to live, fully be the person you want to be, and fully get to where you want to be. And again, it's on you to make this happen. You just got to get the fuck out of your own way. So I hope this was helpful. If you have any questions, comments, want to like, yes, I love it. You can find me on Instagram at the Sasha Whitney. And until next time, peace out.